Welcome to today's FFI Practitioner Podcast, in which we feature this year's recipient of the FFI 2086 Society Annual Grant, the Nomadic School of Business. Here to talk with us today, Anthony Willoughby and Doutson Grothoff will be working with FFI to plan and organize an exciting year, putting a new lens on the wisdom and inspiration from nomadic and indigenous tribes that are masters in adaptation and in building strong communities. In this podcast, you'll hear us mention a series of webinars that will feature outstanding presenters connected to the Nomadic School of Business. More details and specifics will be forthcoming. Anthony, if you could, what's the history of the Nomadic School of Business? It actually evolved on a camel safari in northern Kenya back in 1981. And I'd gone for a 21-day camel safari, and each evening, the Maasai, the tribal people, would walk into our little community. There are only five of us. And what I saw for the first time was absolute dignity, an absolute substance without an iota of arrogance. So I became sort of fascinated. Why are we just taught arrogance? Why aren't we taught presence? Why aren't we taught humility? And it sort of stuck with me. What is it? Maybe what else have we actually lost in our education in our Western world? And I was living in Tokyo at the time. So I went to meet the Papua New Guinea ambassador, an amazing bloke, called Joseph Nombri, who remembers First Contact. And I said, sir, what is it you've got that we've lost? And he said, you know, I really don't know, but why don't you go to my village? And that was when I went to his village in the highlands of Papua New Guinea. And I started to ask questions about why do you have so many feathers? They said, well, a big man has many feathers, but a bigger man can hand out his feathers. I said, so what is the spear? He said, you can't buy it, you can't sell it, you can't give it away. And then I said, what's the most important thing in your life? And he said, it is my territory. And therefore I thought, well, for the first 99.9% of human existence, our identity has come from knowing our territory. And therefore, what are we protecting? What are we growing and what is our duty? And that's really where this concept started on understanding territory, understanding how we move, and understanding really where our peace Mm. of mind comes from. And then my fascination over the last 40 years is how can one tap into that in oneself and for oneself so it can be used to give oneself a peace of mind. Delson, you have a very interesting background as an organizational sociologist with coaching credentials in coactive coaching, NLP, and more. Years ago, you picked up and moved to a totally new part of the world for you. Yeah, I became a bit of a nomad in 2015, indeed. I, uh, I left everything behind, not because I didn't like where I came from or because I didn't love my people, but just from a sense of curiosity and perhaps a need for inspiration, a bit of a hunger for for inspiration about different ways of looking at happiness, success, what, you know, feeling uh, perhaps some sometimes these unspoken uh, expectations from society, our parents, and, and feeling like exploring what it, what it was that I was really after, that I was made of, that I could do, that I could. That was a journey of just following my own intuition, first and foremost, a one-way ticket, not having anything booked or planned and going by navigating your own uh, guidance system. And that was when I uh, ran into uh, Anthony in Japan uh, and uh, I was fascinated by his stories and by his views on life. I had been working in a 
pretty corporate environment before that. And so it was much more right brain, no left brain, sorry. And, um, and, 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 but everything that Anthony talked about made sense to me. And I took the opportunity to work with a team that he founded in Africa, in, in Kenya, and joined that team in using some of these tools and techniques and, and pieces of wisdom while giving my own uh, flavor to it as well with my sociology background and uh, NLP and coaching and, and seeing like, how can we use these tools and these nuggets of wisdom that seem to make people think about who they are, about what's really important. And um, it seemed to bring a bit of very welcomed simplicity in a world of complexity. And I, sim I say simplicity with the utmost respect because this is sometimes helping us bring back to, to what we really need to focus on. Anthony, this is a very organic approach to life and living and success. But how does the Nomadic School of Business bring these principles to bear to help the Western businesses, the Western families that we're focusing on? It's a difficult question, and it requires someone who is brave and with an open mind. And it's really what I've discovered inside anybody is that they can draw a map. Now, I know this sounds strange, but if you ask someone... What are you really hunting in your life? What are you protecting? What are you growing? Who actually sits around your fire at this moment? And possibly even you can think of those questions. You know, I think we think we're folk hunting fame, but actually we're hunting to be respected. We're hunting for, for love and to be appreciated for who we are. And thinking about those people around the fire. And then you can ask people to think about, so. Where are the swamps in your life? When, when do you suddenly get stuck? What is holding you back? Are they rivers that you need to cross? You know, are there these mountains in your life that you've always tried to climb or you're lost in the middle of them? And just by asking people this metaphor, it seems to tap into something that is absolutely universal. As I've mentioned before, we've worked with billionaires, we work with people in homeless centers, and we work with executives and school children. And just this simple question seems to dissolve all of that complexity. And then people can't focus on what is not important, or they can't draw details. And it lets people talk about really what they're trying to do. I mean, an organization is to create, yes, wealth, but it's ultimately to enlighten, to encourage, to infuse the community to feel respected. That's what they all talk about, the values. But what the map does, it provides a sense of context and relevance for people to have proper, mm -hmm. heartful conversations. Mm -hmm. Doutson, from your perspective, working with Anthony and, and developing ideas like this, how have you seen it work? How have you seen people progress and develop new ideas of living and success and all that? I would start by uh, saying again that it seems to cut through complexity for people. So bringing back the re reality to a couple of concepts, whether they are the words that you've been hearing, hunting, protecting, growing, rivers, mountains, swamps. These are some universal, very easily recognizable uh, kind of themes for people that they can start thinking about and talk about with each other. And 
this is the part that seems to cut through complexity, but also creates somehow a sort of a new language for people to start to understand each other, to 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 talk to each other. Um, and there's many ways that I've I've seen this work. For example, there was a, a family business in Nairobi, Kenya, that we worked with that was growing and that was quite successful, but their growth was stifled by the fact that there was a big gap between kind of the 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 family ownership and 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 the office, which were Indian business people, and the local African staff, which uh, which they didn't trust each other, they didn't communicate, and this brought them so much closer together. The process because they started to see each other's perspectives through these metaphors, through these very simple concepts that are not simple but that are universal and so instead of talking about commercial business business plans about this client or that client they were able to kind of bring it back to a couple of key themes that formed then the foundation that brought them together that they could now explore other details within the reality so i don't know if that uh, makes sense for without you know having the imagery around it but um this is one mm. of the of the cases that i look back to with with much uh, pleasure because of the power it had anthony would you like to jump in here and add anything to what she had to say yeah i mean i can talk about people you know you can say well have you crossed the river have you moved to where you want and they can instantly say yes i've moved across the river i have succeeded in what i've done and i've got many you know examples of what people have said how it has provided them with a sense of clarity and purpose which has given them a sense of identity and what what to do. But I think the the other thing that we find really exciting is that this is a program that we actually have delivered by indigenous people. So we actually take people to Kenya to sit down with the Maasai, to explore what is wealth, what is wisdom, what is identity, you know, what is wealth, what is your legacy? And this is where we then have those realistic conversations. And that is obviously the core part of this program that we've got coming up is we've got, you know, four absolutely incredible people talking about their lives and what it means to have wealth and how they define wealth, how they define their identity, their purpose. And therefore, what is that wisdom that was inherent within their ancestors that they believe they can tap into. Uh, from Christo Brand, Nelson Mandela's prison guard for 18 years, you know, talks about really what he learned about wealth, wisdom and legacy from working with, with Nelson Mandela, which is, you know, being his prison guard. But some extraordinary stories he'll tell about how he built that trust with Nelson Mandela and and the way that he was involved with him afterwards. We have, uh, you know, Emmanuel, who is uh, an amazing Maasai elder, who has built his communities around a, a core set of principles. And that is the people that we're working with. So it's not as if this is something we've learned from, from uh, academics. This is what we've learned from really talking to people who've got the authenticity to deliver it even though their education would not be deemed to be uh, the normal professors who profess. You know, when you use the word tribe, you use the word nomadic, you use the word mapping, it's difficult for certain people to understand. So what does that actually mean? 
So really what we're talking about to some extent are our own stories of a quest. I mean, I've written a book decades ago called In Search of Inspiration. And really the opening line of that, you know, the greatest opportunity and challenge in my life so far has been the freedom of choice to shape my own destiny. And I think, you know, we are one of the first generations, and luckily we are, to have freedom of choice to shape our own destiny. Not everybody else has. But really my quest over the last 50 years has been, what do I need to understand about myself, the laws of mother nature and human nature, if I want that freedom of choice to give me a sense of identity, peace of mind and purpose that I believe my ancestors and even my parents to some extent enjoyed. So what we're really taking people on is a philosophical journey to have conversations and reflections on themselves but with people who have unbelievable amounts of wisdom and Doubtson and myself would never claim for a second we have wisdom, but we're very lucky that we know people who do and who are willing to share their thoughts and ideas. So as this year's recipient of the FFI 2086 Society Annual Grant, can you let us know what's in store for the FFI community from you in 2024? You can expect to meet some really interesting people that have touched our lives uh, quite a bit and who have the potential to touch uh, other people's lives as well. I think they are all guests with a quality of being that is very inspirational with a depth to their wisdom that uh, makes us automatically reflect on ourselves and on what we are after. And they're all people with amazing life stories. And I think Anthony will never say that of himself and he's humble, but uh, Anthony's the person weaving all these amazing individuals together who's who's met them on their journeys and by his quality of being and by his interest and curiosity in other people and by his positive approach of of of, of everyone creates connections and that is a, that is a gift and i think it's going to be a very exciting year in that sense uh with the the, the really different kind of conversations you'll be hearing with nuggets of wisdom, with inspirational people, with moments and invitations to to reflect, hopefully uh, really an an input and a boost to, to some personal growth for people who are listening. There is nothing definitive about what we're saying. I mean, I showed you earlier that wheel, the wheel of what do we have to know about ourselves? What do we have to know about you know, what are we hunting, as I was saying, in our life to feel fulfilled, to have peace of mind, to feel respected and ultimately worthy of our families and communities and society? And then, you know, that's the sort of part that, that these people will talk about. What do they know? What is that? What are they hunting in their lives, protecting and growing that they've been doing for centuries and generations? And then what is it, the those initiatives that will really help people grow? How do you choose those? But that's easy to work out. But what is much more important is to think about, so what is the humility and the culture that you need to create that you can be proud of, where people do have core values? How do we bring those to life? And that wisdom of what does it mean to lead others 
naturally with humility and humanity and leading by example. So these are the sorts of questions that we want the audience to ask, because trust me, it's not going to be just listening to us talking. It is going to be us and more importantly, those our guests asking fundamental questions that people can debate and explore with each other. And none of those questions or answers will be definitive. They will all be subjective, uh, but around something that we believe has massive ancient legacy uh, that is what people used to talk about. I mean, you know, if you talk to an Aboriginal or someone, you know, they're thinking their decisions are based on seven generations past and thinking seven generations forward. I mean, that's just how they do it. They think community first. So it's meeting people who have these fundamental beliefs that this is what we need in society today if we want to be successful and sustainable uh, and relevant. You started talking a bit about nomads and nomadic and indigenous, and, and this is where indeed the ideas and inspiration for Anthony originated from. But I think by now we've we've really recognized it as something universal and as something human, that no matter um, if you're living uh, in a village in, in Kenya or on the steppes of Mongolia or in Papua New Guinea, or if you're in a city in uh, California or the Netherlands, um, you know, it, it's about what makes us human, what's truly important, and, and what are different ways, not only the ways of now, but really traditionally of looking at, at wealth, legacy, uh, respect, values. I feel like the people that we are inviting, and Anthony for sure, are, are kind of guardians and custodians of, of this wisdom. Yeah, we, we just love to, to share that with the world. And so this is a, a wonderful opportunity to do that and to have that spoken about. Thank you to our guests, Anthony Willoughby and Doutson Grouthoff. More information on the Nomadic School of Business and the 2086 Society's plans for the grant will be available as the year goes on. To hear other podcasts from FFI Practitioner, just go to ffipractitioner.org. To learn more about FFI and its Global Education Certificate Program, go to www.ffi.org. This is Jordan Rich wishing you a great day.